powered by the Parade Deck Military Podcast Network, the Stars and Stripes Podcast brings you a weekly dispatch from the heart of the military community. Each week, we shine a spotlight on the courageous voices of top military podcasters, bringing you their untold stories, experiences, and insights. From the front lines to the home front, join us as we dive into the authentic narratives that embody the spirit and resilience of our armed forces. Stay with us for tales of valor, sacrifice, and the unbreakable bonds forged in service. This is where the military heartbeat meets the microphone. This week's playlist is brought to you by our premier sponsor, Navy Federal Credit Union, bringing financial security to our military community. Learn more on how you can enjoy member-exclusive perks. Now, on to our podcast. Welcome back to the VetSOS. SOS. I can't even talk this morning. Great start to the show. Welcome back to the VetSOS podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. VetSOS is now a proud member and glad to be supported by the Parade Deck community. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Today, we're joined by Justin Pearson, a two-time founder and CEO of Mission Box Solutions and Proper Patriot. Justin's here to talk transition and what Mission Box Solutions can do for our community. Now, as always, I am here with Eric Brew. Eric, how are you doing today? Dude, I am so pumped up right now. This dude, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the stage for everyone here. Let me let me just let me just let, set the table for everyone before as I get ready to dine. You know, here. this is where we create pressure, right? Yeah, this is, this, is, this, is the, this is the pressure cooker. So let me set the, let me set the table for everyone. This is the dude. So if you if you've known Eric Brew and you've known how much I've cared about veterans and and what we do and what what we need as we transition, this is the dude that launched it all for me. When I found myself the darkest. At, at the most difficult moments of my transition, I saw his face on LinkedIn as he walked through the woods or he walked down a trail and he was talking directly to me. I don't know how he knew me, but Justin Pearson was recording messages and sending them directly to me through LinkedIn. So brother, I appreciate you. I love you, man. I can't wait to see your face again. You got to get back down here to Georgia. Um, but dude, I'm so excited you're here, bro. So am I. I am really humbled for the opportunity to talk with both of you, to share experiences throughout your network and just, you know, provide best practices and TTPs that helped me and many others. So thank you both. I really appreciate that. Heck yeah. Awesome. Let's get after and, it. And what could go wrong? Three, three uh, retired first time sitting in a room. <laughs> Moonshine. <laughs> oh, Lord almighty. <laughs> early. Good for you. <laughs> Oh, the knife hand will be out before the end. Here we go. All right. So first time retired, Justin Pearson, a two-time founder and CEO of Mission Box Solutions, a CBE certified uh, service to the disabled veteran uh, business recruiting and staffing company and proper Patriot and American made apparel and coffee company. Justin served our nation for 20 years, leading soldiers in airborne infantry and within U U.S. Army Recruiting Command. Justin has built, developed and grown military talent programs and pipelines helping thousands of veterans and military spouses to find careers. Justin, we're so happy you're here with us. I mean, I know as, as, as I was starting to get into the, the transition space a little bit with the podcast, your company was one of the ones that I heard come up quite a bit, you know, what you're doing and everything. So I'm just so happy you're here and, and can't wait to get into this and, and hear what you have to tell uh, our audience. It should be good stuff. Thanks, Sean. Me as well. Uh, so, so let's start with, with just – your your transition journey so you did 20 years in the military and and as you you got out you know how was your transition what would you wind up going there? 
so let me start with a uh, let me start with a story. I'll start with you know about two years ago, um, I decided I was going to go rafting again. Right. So for the last ten years, twelve years of my military career, me and my army buddies, we would always go rafting, whitewater rafting, the Gully River in West Virginia, Class Four, Class Five rapids, um, and it was adventure at its finest to say the least, very similar to jumping out of perfectly good airplanes, right? So on that day, it was early October, it was about 75 degrees, the air is crisp, the weather's perfect. You, tuck, you, you put your uh, foot in the water and it's like, whoa, this is, this, is, uh, this, is, this is chilly. We're getting ready to rock and roll. 26 miles, right? Upper and lower golly. It's the marathon. If you've never experienced this or know of it, just go into your web browser and YouTube, type in the Gali River or Pillow Rock on the Gali River. So our team, yes, had veterans, one of which would probably be watching this show, right? His name is Joshua Atkinson. He is the um, Chief Strategy Officer of PM ProLearn. So he was in the raft with me at this particular time. We all got in the raft, we embarked, right? And we started our mission to be able to go down the river we got into the third set of rapids and I'm relating this experience to my transition six, seven years ago. We hit the first three rapids, class four. I mean, we're talking drops of 10, 10 feet at a time. The fourth one was at Pillow Rock. So you come around this bend and you hear this massive sound of water dropping down. And when I say water, I want you to think of Niagara Falls to that extent. That's what I'm picturing. Water just massively pounding down 20 feet. There's a rock just before the water. The rock is called Pillar Rock. You actually go over these massive rapids and it launches you in the air in your raft of eight people hit that hit that rock and everyone with their paddle right they hit that rock we hit that rock and then we went down the 20 feet in those rapids and when i looked up we got through it i looked up there was another rock right in the middle of of the stream there was a raft high sided on that raft we smushed right up into that raft there was a gentleman it was his 50th birthday him and his wife he was falling over I reached my hand into the life preserver to grab him, right? And I was pulling with all my all my might. And I remember looking at his wife's face and she, she was like, save him, save him, save him. And we both went under. I couldn't, I couldn't pull him up. The water was so strong. We had our life preservers on. And when I was sucked under, my head hit that rock. I was unconscious for probably 30 seconds. I was swimming trying trying to trying to swim trying to do anything but i remember when i finally came through, through i had uncontrollable breathing i didn't know where i was it felt like water was all in my lungs i couldn't really move my hands or my arms or my legs but i remember like team members trying to help me and i i honestly felt the presence of god bringing me to safety let that sink in for a minute. And now today, as we talk about this transition, right, and some of my tips, I'm going to relate it back to a rafting journey and putting the right team members in your raft to navigate this transition 
you have to have skilled experts in that raft, just like when you go rafting, right, um, on the Gauley River, or whatever your adventure mix is for the day, you have to have the right people on your team. And when I flash back to when I transitioned out of the military, it was dark. There wasn't resources available like they are now. There weren't hundreds and thousands of people willing to lift you up. I felt like I was the torch holder because there wasn't anyone else on LinkedIn at that time. And this was in 2016. 882 darn resumes later, 60 interviews of no one getting back in touch with me and finally landing a job. Imagine that journey. And that's why I relate it to my rafting experience where I almost died two years ago. Well, brother, you are an amazing storyteller. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, that just, I, you know, you could, the way you tell that story, you can feel like you're there. You can feel the presence you're talking about. Uh, just, just absolutely completely moving. And you, you were very gifted uh, in that sense, but I love the the story to compare it to transition. Um, it, it makes a whole lot of sense, especially I would say the further back you go in time, you know, with less resources, it's probably even darker. I know my dad was amazed by all the stuff that I told him I had available to me when I would transition. So uh, just absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Love, love that story and the way you related it. You betcha. And transitioning is like that, right? That is transition when you're leaving the military because you don't know the, the complex rapids ahead. You do not know the journey that, you're going to experience so when i share with you rapid you know uh, rafting on rapids class four class five you know that's the way that i can help you better understand what that looks like and, and everyone's viewpoint is going to be a little bit different but when you get in that raft man it's calm it's cool oh it's wonderful look at this beautiful views but what you don't know is you know uh, a half an hour hour later the rapids that are coming i.e the journey you could be starting 18 months out you could be starting 12 months out but eventually you're going to get to the trials and tribulations the challenges the obstacles right that the transition brings and we've all seen them we've all experienced them you have to be prepared you have to be ready to have those individuals in the in your in your raft because man rafting is exhilarating and so is the transition. You have the opportunity to be prepared, to capitalize, to have a team where you can go through the transition and it could be awesome and it could be fun and it could be exciting. Or you could be the dude that that, that was like me seven years ago. And you don't want to be this dude. You don't want to be the only dude in the raft where you're trying to navigate this complex set of rapids and you're going to face some hairy situations um, and you don't have your band of brothers and your band of sisters there to help you, help you with branding yourself, helping you with, you know, developing your what and your why. So, you know, hmm, what are the jobs I would be good at? How should I, um, you know, build my brand? How do I develop my resume? Why should I? obtain opportunities or, you know, get in an informational interview type of discussion. So. And I'll tell you, Justin, you know, you keep talking about, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. And I'll tell you, whether you've been in the military for four years or 34 years, it doesn't matter. When you were wearing the uniform, 
I don't know is a super unpopular thing to say. We don't, we don't get, we're not allowed to say, we don't, we're not accustomed to saying, I don't know. I don't know gets you in trouble. So as you're stepping out, you have to learn how to say, I don't know. And I'll never forget watching one of your first videos. And that was what you talked about. You don't know. You don't know what you're getting into. And you were the first LinkedIn message I ever sent. And I, I, I sweated. I was nervous. I bet I rewrote that thing seven or eight times <laughs> because I had no idea what to say. I didn't know how to send a LinkedIn message. I didn't know what I was supposed to. How do I make this introduction? I mean, this dude clearly knows what he's talking about. I have no idea. I've already bumped my head on a rock. I'm already taking on water. I'm already under, you know, I'm, I'm already figuring out I don't know what to do with my hands. And that's so how, do I, fear. how do I tell this dude I suck? Yeah, we all had that fear, that fear to ask for help, that fear yeah, to man. ask, can you help me? Will you be my mentor? In the, in the military, like it was common sense. We had the esprit de corps and the spirit of let's get after it. Let's go tackle this mission. So we have mission accomplishment. As you're transitioning out, you don't have that. So then I'm right. thinking, why is a civilian going to want to talk to me? Why is some person that transitioned out of the military that's insanely successful, why are they going to want to talk to me? You have to put your trust in yourself to develop that relationship with them because they can help you and they will want to talk to you. They will want to be able to provide some of that assistance. And that's ultimately um, what you're going to achieve in those discussions is that same spirit of the band of brothers and sisters that we had in the army. As you're transitioning out, the people on your raft are going to turn into your battle buddies. And they're the ones that are yep. going to help you. You have to yep. rely and trust on them. Yeah, I am. Um, I often equate that that moment, like the stepping off the cliff moment to like the matching clothes <laughs> syndrome. Right. Because no matter where I went for 25 years, I had I, I served with the same people or we had the same MOS or we had served with the same people. or We've been in the same location. We always had something in common. And if none of that, we all wore matching clothes. So at least I had that. And as I stepped into transition, I'll never forget realizing I don't match anyone anymore. I'm completely different than everybody. I'm even the other veterans, even my brothers and sisters that are transitioning. Like I don't, I don't look like him and I don't act like her and I don't have the same goals or aspirations as them. And I don't, I don't know now what to do when I'm, when I'm by myself, I feel like I'm on an Island. You know what I'm saying? I feel exactly. like I'm by myself. There was, and yeah. There, there was so much structure, Eric, in <sighs> what we came from. And then when you're, when you start that transition, you lose the structure. I would encourage each and every one of you, right, to build your daily plan, your weekly plan, the agenda of, of what you need to do to be able to create success, just like the military gave that to you, create that maybe with a mentor, right? So they can help share with you the right things to do. And then, you know, hey, today I'm doing this. Tomorrow I'm doing that. You know, this in the week, this is what I want to accomplish. You have to set action plans and goals to what you want to achieve. And everyone's going to be a different. What I want to achieve is different than what Sean wants to achieve. Yeah, different than what you want to achieve, Eric. But without us, we're not going to know Hmm, what is it that we want to achieve yep. and you can help me better understand where I want to go and I can do the same for you. So, yeah. And I love it, dude. You and I've had some really challenging conversations. I don't mean challenging because we don't get along. I mean, challenging because you pushed me because you challenged me because you made me think outside the box. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Tell us about after you transition, where did you go into next? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I was trying to find my what and my why. Um, 
leaving the service, as you know, is extremely hard, especially when you've invested every breath of your life over 20 years to be the best that you can be as a soldier or as a Marine or as an airman or any other branch of the service. So I was trying to find a community. That community wasn't there on LinkedIn. That community was maybe a family of veterans, right? <clears throat> so every job that I had outside of the military was supporting the military community, whether it be me and my normal job on what I do on a day-to-day -day basis for X, Y, and Z company, or, you know, as those lives didn't, those jobs didn't totally consume my life, but I had life outside of those jobs with continuing to mentor, continuing to listen through people's challenges, right? Um, which all of those three specific jobs helped position me to launch and, and start two amazingly successful um, organizations, Proper Patriot um, and Mission Box Solutions. But what I learned through that is really um, the focus on doing what you're passionate about. Let that sink in for a minute. You can make money all day long and not be passionate. You can make a lot Correct. of money and not be passionate. Amen. But what keeps you at an organization is your love for what you do and yep. who you're serving. That is what is going to put a smile on your face. So it took me a little bit of time. I'll, I'll admit, I, you know, it took me a couple of times to pass the ASVAB just to get in service. But, it, you know, I, I relate that same thing. I had to go through my own journey um, and kick a few rocks, stall, uh, fall and stumble a few times, chip my tooth. Um, and scrape up my, my elbows to learn, hey, what is it that Justin needs, needs to do or wants to do? What's this bigger vision? What's ultimately the impact? So through that journey, I had to learn marketing. Um, I had to learn sales, business development. I had to learn civilian recruiting, technical sourcing. I had to learn business development at an organizational level, working with organizations, right, that were basically 50 to 500 million and, and help share solutions with them, which ultimately better positioned me to fully serve my passion, which I was a little bit standoffish about, you know, as I was going through that journey, I was like, well, that's my hobby. I don't want to do that as my full-time job. Let me just set that here. I'm going to enjoy this, you know, in the day when I have calls, but I don't want it to seem like it's my full-time job. But finally I learned through great mentors, man, you have to do what you're passionate about and what you're happy about. Cause that's, what's going to fuel you and accelerate your growth. So you can be the best that you can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's what I think that's what makes it that's what makes it sustainable. <laughs> yeah. But that's what yeah. makes it sustainable, right? Yeah. Being passionate about what you do is it yeah. just makes it sustainable. It doesn't make it perfect. It doesn't make it isn't going to be perfect, right? But it's going to be sustainable. I often look at it, I wonder, you know, what keeps me up at night? That's the problem set, right? And then what may, what gets me fired up and when my feet hit the floor in the morning? That's how I attack the fire. That's how I attack the problem set. So what's Love the it. problem? Right yep. now, now what gets me fired up? How do I attack it? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. And that's a, I love, I love that thought right there, Eric. I did a post today about um, eating glass and shitty tasks on LinkedIn. Right. And, and that's what I get fired about right there is 
being able to make a difference on these massive hard tasks. And yes, six years ago, I probably did look at them as a shitty task and it's like mundane, you're eating glass. And that was a, 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 a pun to uh, Elon Musk quote that I saw. But that's what we do. We are fired up about challenges, about obstacles, about changing lives, about um, um, working through and finding solution to these challenges. And for me, it's the challenges in the talent acquisition and recruiting yep. space. And of course, it's helping veterans and military spouses in building a community of support around that, where that hope leads to life-changing careers to people. Man, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty clear, Justin. Anyone that's ever talked to you, anyone that's ever ever known you, read a post, listened to you, I think it's really clear that the thing that keeps you up at night is it breaks <laughs> your heart to think of those of us who struggle in employment. That's what breaks your heart. Yeah. The man. thing that pumps you up and gets you going in the morning is the ability, the capability, and the drive to solve problems. So when you mash those two things together, dude, where your where your God given talents and treasures are given, and your your purpose or your, uh, your, I'm sorry, your passion where they intersect, dude, that's your purpose. You're standing in your yeah, purpose right exactly. now. Exactly. But it took me six years to get there. And I finally it, realized that you go back three years ago, I think at that time I was working, you know, as part of a, a fortune 34 company and I received a call and it was during the riots. It was when Minneapolis was on fire and it was a Marine veteran that said, I watched your videos you're the only person I know that can help stop me from killing myself. I'm watching the city burn down. I don't have a job. I don't know what to do with my life. And I was like, brother, I've been there, man. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We were on the phone for two hours. Wow. Right. And what an amazing conversation an emotional conversation of where it went and where it ended. And he ended up getting a job at Wells Fargo changing hey. his life, helping his family right yeah and i'm pumped up about that man that was a challenge that was a situation where most people are like no i don't want that phone call but we're like yes it's about time thank you lord for giving me this opportunity to be a integral part of this individual's journey yeah yeah so so let's talk a little mission box solutions you Let's know, do let, it. Let's get into the details of that a little bit here, because um, yeah. I'll tell you what, it, I could sit here the, for the ne next hour and a half and just listen to stories. Because I mean, hey, we could just hey, if if, <laughs> and if we crack one of those white claws or, or uh, you know, a Corona, then it's going to get dangerous. No, <laughs> bring back the Zima. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Zima with the um, the the the, um, the Jolly Rancher, right? <laughs> we man, are getting oh, old, old, guys. There's Dude, a whole generation. Of, there's a whole generation of folks that don't understand that. Well, you got to remember, Zima was just re-released a couple years back for like a limited edition. So a whole new generation learned what it was. They may not have tried it, but they learned what it was. So. I remember, man. I remember sitting on the beach, Myrtle Beach, with all the airborne paratroopers of my unit. And we were literally sitting on the sidewalk, right? Myrtle Beach, cruising the strip, right? We didn't, we weren't cruising the strip. We were sitting there. We had we had super soakers and Zimas with like Jolly Ranchers in them. And we got a little tanked and we were we were squirting the cars as they were driving by, just all in good, you know, a, a good um, chuckle, right? And this is like 90, 98, 99. And we, we uh, nearly got arrested, 
right? Uh, because of uh, just our wildness as young airborne paratroopers. But that was because of Zima. You know, yeah. Yeah. if Zima had used that as an ad, they would have a whole different reputation. And, they and, and they'd probably still be in business. <laughs> yep. All right. So let's talk mission box. Yeah, dude. Get it back um, on the rails. Get it back on the yeah, rails, Sean. I know, tell, right? us, tell us about, about the company and tell yeah. us what you're doing to, to, to help the vendor community. Yeah. So I want to start with our team um, is a team of veterans, of military spouses, of military family members, military children who are truly athletes and Olympians of the talent acquisition industry. We could go for a half an hour just on that statement, but I will not. So Mission Box Solutions is a CVE certified SDVOSB by VA. So that's gonna allow us the opportunity um, to obtain government contracts where we're specifically going to focus on the staffing and recruiting industry for city, county, state, and federal in support of homeland and the IC space. Um, we focus on the technical industry from a, um, a GovCon um, focus, right? So what does that mean? We're looking for uh, developers, engineers, data scientists, solution architects, cyber professionals uh, have a cleared background. So secret to full scope, poly, Yankee, white, those are primarily who we're looking for. Yes, we can focus on and do focus on the civilian aspect of the best talent, but a good percentage of our clients uh, need talent to be able to serve our homeland defense, to serve the um, intelligence community, um, the three-letter organizations, I'll call it, are um, the end client, and we have many partners who we provide talent to that service the end client. And then we focus on the healthcare industry. Two industries. I dive, I dove in a couple of years ago into the labor market, trying to understand projections and what was happening in all these different um, industries. And what stood out most to me was the government, you know, contracting space, IT, and IT in the government contracting space, and then healthcare. Right. So that's our primary focus. And we set out every day within our own. Um, um, networks right across a, a, a variety of different channels to be able to build relationships with active and passive job seekers, hoping they are warfighters, war hoping that they are um, military service members and military spouses, because that's who we are. That's that's what we relate to. Um, and we're going to help escort them and provide the matchmaking services um, for our clients who have needs specifically for these individuals and what a joy it is to be surrounded by your team of, 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 of brothers and sisters, again, battle buddies, right? Where together you're serving a greater cause. So that's, that's fantastic. It's, uh, doing it within that, that scope, that, that community, I think is, is phenomenal. So if, if people in our community, you know, transitioning service mm -hmm. members, um, veterans, what have you, if they want to get involved with mission box solutions, if they want your services, um, yeah. well, how's that work? 
So obviously I'll direct people to uh, our website, you know, missionboxsolutions.com is a great place to start, right? Um, to be able to um, gain educational material, that's valuable. We probably have several dozen different blog articles specific to the transition journey for the career seeker and job seeker, right? I think that's the initial place where people need so they can spit shine um, their skills and their attributes and best prepare themselves for that journey. Everyone needs to take a minute, pause, relax, and just you know, give them a nice buff, buff up their, their boots as, you know, I had those jungle boots. I wanted to put a nice fresh shine on them. Same thing that you want to be able to do and, and mentally preparing and then um, um, getting ready to execute on that job search. Once you are ready, then obviously we jump into jobs. We're going to, we have a, a team of um, several dozen um, talent acquisition consultants that are going to work right there with you to be able to prepare you mentally, shape your resume, get you ready for the interview, introductions to the client, and then you work through um, that process. Um, and we're going to be able to help escort you on that. Again, we focus on the IT space and the healthcare space. Yes, we do do senior management searches and executive searches for those of you that are looking for executive roles in small, medium, large, and enterprise organizations. So jump over to the website, uh, join the talent pool, right? So we have your resume and we have your information so we can contact you or please reach out to me directly on LinkedIn. Pretty easy dude to find has the beard. Um, Justin C. Pearson uh, on uh, LinkedIn and, and I'm more than willing to um, um, provide assistance. So Outstanding. Eric, I'll turn it over to you. We're closing down to the end here. Uh, I can't believe we're almost done, dude. Well, I'm I mean, ready to go like two more hours. So I, I'm, I'm like kicked back, relaxing, listening to all these stories. You know, I, I feel like, you know, you just, you're sitting around the campfire and it's just amazing. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Justin, dude, I, I don't know. So talk to us real quick. Cause we're, we are running out of time, but I want you to get a chance to talk about proper Patriot. Yeah. So proper Patriot is, um, an American made patriotic apparel company, right? That also focuses on coffee that is veteran roasted of whom, which I served with Matt Hawley during my career in recruiting. He was in a uh, company commander in Columbia, Maryland. I was a company first sergeant in Potomac company of Virginia. He now lives uh, out in Wisconsin and him and, and he's retired from the army and him and his entire family work together on sourcing and roasting coffee and servicing our coffee. And, you know, they all drive around right in their car, do their weekly deliveries to the grocery stores and in their small community and, and whatnot. So I love being able to give back and support other veteran owned small businesses. And, and that's part of the essence sense of proper patriot right we are all about our military community right our um, um our law enforcement and supporting uh thereof and just being in in the community right so it's exciting to be a part of that because that's where veterans are that's where they relate most. And it's important to be in that community because that's where you can provide the support that 
you're hoping to one day provide. You have to get in the mix, right? So if you're doing a fishing retreat um, around the campfire, networking, you're going where veterans and service members are. And then through relationship building, you can um, um, shape the right relationships with which will eventually lead them to either being part of your organization, lead them to maybe a lifelong friendship with you or using a service or solution, right? That they need, but you're not going to get to that point unless you connect with them and, and, and craft a memorable experience. And that's why the vet SOS podcast is going to be so insanely successful because they dig into the, the government or not the government community, but they dig into the military community and they're about changing lives. So you're going to create this tribe of, of support. And, and my hat goes off uh, to both of you. You guys are kicking butt and taking names and making an impact. And I love seeing it. And I'm really thankful to be a part of it. And that's what our military community needs. So I salute you, Sean and Eric much appreciated, man. And we love you too, brother. You know, and I think it's funny, right? Like that's a uh, Justin. You 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 have been kind. Of, you're kind of the OG, right? When it comes to LinkedIn, when it comes to you, you're you're like the the Godfather, if you will. One of them. But <laughs> so. but what leaders do is we stand at the point of most friction, right? We stand in the breach yep. and we make sure people get through the breach. That's what yep. we do. Um, and I love watching you do it, bro. It is you're masterful at it um, and not because you're super talented, although you are. It's not that it's your heart and your passion that I love watching. I am so stoked to have you on here, dude. I hate that this is over. I could go another two hours just talking, hey, we'll, to you, but we'll, I think we'll do it again soon in the near I was future. Say, I think we proved that in, in a restaurant in Columbus, Georgia once. I think we sat there for two yeah. and a half hours. So, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> so. Um, you, that I was good barbecue, out. though. I will say that that was, was pretty barbecue. phenomenal barbecue, yeah, yeah. right? Um, I know you've already said it, but if anyone is like me and just kind of glassed over when you start talking and just kind of get lost in the moment, what's the best place for folks to get a hold of you? Yeah, jump onto LinkedIn, just type in Justin C. Pearson, send me a, a message, um, um, a request. I'm a type of person that wants a message, I want to kind of know and understand why you're reaching out to me. That's just me. I get a ton of people, right? I don't know everyone from Adam Reeves, so you know, I try to put it together. Um, so you can do that, or obviously you can jump onto the website and um, um, get in contact with us there at missionboxsolutions.com or properpatriot.com. So I look forward to uh, to being part of your journey. Thanks. Yeah, man. Awesome. awesome. Okay, Justin, one more time, brother. Thank you so much. Um, I'll say this without getting, without getting emotional, but thanks for being in my raft, dude. Thanks for being a dude that was in my raft. I appreciate you. And I appreciate so, you being, you and Sean being in the raft now with us because we're on this journey and we're grabbing people in the, in that have fallen off the raft that are just paddling. We're grabbing them and we're bringing them yeah. in. So yeah, right on, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Absolutely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That's time. I don't even know what, I don't even know how this went by so fast, but uh, make sure to follow Insane. and subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, your favorite podcast platforms. Um, thank you for, for tuning in to the Vet SOS podcast. Remember, don't drown. In a sea of transition, grab that Vet SOS lifeline.